Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Jab Podcast. This is episode 15. Episode dick! In this episode, we talk about 50 Cent. Stealing and chat? <laughs> Megan Kelly, jobs and happiness. Some double standards. Childhood memories and weddings. And pussy. We hope you guys enjoy this. Watch out for the jab. Woo! Watch out for the jab. What is up, everybody? This is Cuba Coleman J. This is Young Al. And this is Breezy Brando. Welcome to the Jab Podcast. Tizzy Wizzy. Bringing it to you. <laughs> Shout out to Tizzy Wizzy. All right. First things first. 50 Cent. Is the most oh. petty man on this planet. He's been Earth. petty. He's been petty. 50 He's cent. the troll king. 50 Cent bought 200 front row tickets to Ja Rule's concert. And if y'all don't know, Ja Rule and 50 Cent had like some beef. For a long time. Yeah. So like he bought years 200 of the front row tickets to Ja Rule's concert. 200. How much Just, was it? So it was empty. I think 13,000? 13 grand? That doesn't seem like a lot, actually. Not for 50. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did file bankruptcy. That's weird. Like, how do you file bankruptcy? Like, but and then... it's a money move. Yeah, though. they say that if you file bankruptcy, then you don't have to pay anything, and you just keep the money yeah, that you already. For in sure, it. rich people file bankruptcy mm-hmm. a yeah. lot. Trump did it like fifty times. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Um, you know what's interesting about the whole fifty jaw rule thing is like he still gave jaw rule all that money. Yeah, <laughs> it's not yeah. like jaw rule didn't get paid. It's but weird that those seats will be. Up. I wonder I if jaw rule like go on stage with a chair and just sit there and not even perform. Do you think he'd like tell people just to come down to those front rows? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. Why wouldn't you? Like, you don't want to. Fifty Cent did this. And then, yeah. uh, if anything, it'll 50 be... 50 Tyson. Mo- it'll be 50... Uh, 50 Tyson. You know he's I'm from Minnesota? 13 going on. <laughs> 16. Dude, shout out 50 Tyson. Um, the, the thing with that uh, concert, though, like it could be more like intimate uh, concert for the people who did buy the ticket. For sure. Oh, he brings a guitar Better up. fans. <laughs> Acoustic Ja Rule yeah. set. I don't think Ja Rule is bringing murder. I'm ladies, I'm living it up to say what? Do Yo, I do? I honestly feel like if you brought a guitar out to Jarro, like, what the fuck is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is that? Well, Jarro knows never, what guitars are. <laughs> I've never seen this before. What is this? I'm finna murder. Is this is a banjo. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. Jarro had a reality show on MTV called Follow the Rules. Oh. It was with his kids and was shit, it right? was with kids and wife. Okay. It was so funny. Damn. It was so funny. I I saw every episode. Would you say he's married? He's married? He's yeah. married? He's been with the same woman for a long time. Wow, good for him. Dude, he's, he's a, a good guy. I feel like 50 Cent person. made him like look like this terrible person. But he's not. Yeah. 50 Cent's a terrible person. He, mm. He's terrible? <laughs> he's a bad guy. He, terrible, though, you He sure? brought the heat, baby. Dude, he, you know he's he, got hits. He, <laughs> Candy <laughs> shop? He attacks people personally, like he real personally. He was in the airport personally. at one point, and he was recording a guy that was walking through the airport. And it's got a glossy eyes. So 50 was like, Nick, you high at work, like getting all up in his face. And it, really? apparently the dude had like a social anxiety disorder. <laughs> Same. And his eyes were glossy as a d- due to like uh, his medications. What? So he was just like a, a dude that just had problems. And 50 just walking behind. Uh. Ma- imagine this. Like you're walking at work and 50 Cent's just behind <laughs> trolling you. Just chasing yes. you. Dude. Trolling you. Man, he was making fun of Floyd Mayweather like saying he can't read and yeah. stuff. Dude. Oh, like, yeah. He's that was mean, great, dude. though. That was great. That was great. I, I mean, like, like, if it was you want great. beef like that, I got to get the, it, dude. The cool thing about 50s beefs are they're, they're true. 
He can't read. <laughs> he he yeah. goes straight at them to where they can't dodge it, so I they just like, have to come back. Dude, I fuck with Ja Rule, man. Like, leave yeah. him alone. <laughs> you ever wonder why, like, as human beings, we are so entertained by drama? Like, other like, people's shit? I've had times where I've seen, like, shit happening between other people. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, buddy. Dude, you do. Okay, one time, I was, I was downtown Minneapolis at uh, some store. I don't know if it was, like, uh, Nordstrom's or Sex Fifth or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah balling. <laughs> Um, I didn't buy anything. Oh. <laughs> I was just there. But um, I saw um, just there. <laughs> uh, security start chasing after this woman, and she's walking outside. And it was the same time I was walking. I was like, oh, I got to see what's going on. Like, this is going to be tight. And then um, I saw the security, like, grab her, and they were, like, um, starting to arrest her. And she had, like, a baby in a stroller. Mm. And, like, it became really not fun anymore. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, she's going to get arrested and shit. And then she was, like, trying to run with the baby. And they were, like, grabbing her. She's like, you have a child. It became Whoa. like really not fun, mm. you know. Like you get entertained until so she it gets didn't too much. get away. No, no. Yeah. Okay. That she, she's the like opposite she's of like, Disneyland. She's like, you can have it, whatever. Like I'll just go about my way. They're like, no. You know, say like you stole. Yeah. Like you're gonna get arrested. Have I felt bad. Like, have y'all ever stole stolen anything before? Yeah. Yeah. My first pair of earrings when I got those babies pierced. Yeah, I actually, yeah, I stole them too. I hey, pierced them right in the parking lot. Yeah, I did so, it in the Lowe's bathroom. I got hella infected. There's a story I heard. It's still there. There's a story I've heard. Okay, let's hear. Where you stole something and you had marijuana on you and you had to put it in your butthole oh. in order oh. to not get <laughs> caught. Is yeah, this true? It was. So it was. Um, was it like in your cheeks or in your hole? Cheeks, dude. Okay, I slid that it. Makes in more there. sense. Okay, let me. Let me <laughs> I don't think he was a hole. Let guy. me get the story for you guys. You're not a hole guy. No. <laughs> so I was at the mall. Everyone was stealing. Yeah, and <laughs> this the, is a bad place to be in when all your friends just go to a public place and commit a crime. And like, this place yeah, was, um, it had like the Men in Black, you know, where like they come out in suits and they had like the earpieces, yeah. like yeah. they had everything the on camera. So they brought us all downstairs into the basement. Weirdly, what? they had a basement. Yeah, and area I per- fifty one. And I persuaded my friend to bring his piece, like to smoke out of. So he had that, and he actually got in trouble with it. So we were all in separate rooms in the basement, and um. Like, I had to fucking put it in there, bro. Yeah. Hey, Super quick. Do, and the yeah. lady outside the door was like, he put something in his butt. And I was like, no, I didn't. And the cop they came believed in. You? Yeah, the cop came in. He searched me and grabbed my, like, ass and shit. I was like, look, nothing's in there. And then he's like, all right, you should go. Cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, sorry for my buddy that I made bring the piece. Yeah. That was uh, shitty Was he a redhead? No, blonde. You know that redhead friend you were with? Yes. I saw him stuff a, a pipe in his crotch one time when we were kids. And the cops saw him do it, like was watching him do it. And then he got out of the car and he searched him and it like fell onto the ground and it broke. Remember I was at the mall with you that day, you got caught, and I was like, I have a really, really? I was like, I have a really bad feeling about this. You left, yeah. I felt so weird. I was like, something bad is gonna happen. Like, I just wanna go. And then that shit happened. Isn't that crazy? Like yeah. the feel like how often does that happen where you have a bad feeling and then something bad happens? You know how stupid I was too? Because remember when we were super young, like maybe third grade, we'd go to that store and they would stop me. Yeah. Because I had like an afro and stuff. Mm. And why was I in there fucking stealing? I already knew yeah. they were watching me from the I, day I was we born. Got, we got stopped. Yeah. Like young. You know what'd be fun young. is to hear the recordings of them, like Telling everybody else, like on the walkie-talkies, we got a bunch of kids in here. Oh, there's a kid with an apple. Men in black pulled up. <laughs> Check his bag. With the earpieces, they're like, "We have a group of 15 people. Um, bring them to the basement." Uh, and we like, I tried to run. You know, but yeah. the guy was there. I had someone <laughs> ask me the other day if like if I've ever stolen anything, and mm. I was pretty quick to say yeah. Like when I was a kid, I used to steal every day. Uh, I'd go to a grocery store after school, and I'd steal like 
beef jerky and food because mm. like i lived in like where i lived I, my mom didn't really get much groceries all the time so i had to get food from there every day after school i'd stop my bike out in front of this grocery store walk inside stuff my pants with food like do you buy anything never ever i'd stuff my pants full of food and like i wonder if they knew did you know. steal the piggy bank from the store was that your what? story someone stole what? money for our charity no no that was never Damn, me that, was, that wasn't stole, you i just Holy stole shit. items okay yeah. but i remember I someone running with a piggy bank yeah and store. like do you think at a certain point like like is that okay like i was stealing yeah. to eat well that's what i'm saying like i wonder if they knew yeah no. back then when i did do it it was do- i did it for the same reasons yeah. like i wanted my ears pierced and i wanted to eat you know so I don't know if ears pierced is very, <laughs> as noble as eating, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, oh, it's the same thing. I just want to see links, son. Yeah, it's the, the necessities. I had the biggest fake diamonds from dude. Same. I have the biggest square ones. Yeah. <laughs> were, were you ever caught stealing? And like, how did you handle it? When I you... put weed up my. <laughs> they caught you. They caught you with that. No, but oh, they got. So you got caught time. stealing, and you put weed in your asses. Yeah, right? I still okay. got the That's, card yeah. for stealing. I I have never been caught. I was caught one time. And I stole candy from a, gross, like a little gas station. Mm-hmm. And uh, I put it on my pants. And the guy was standing there, like right next to me. My pants was the choice. I was like, nobody's looking at your crotch. I'm a little boy. And so my pants was the first option. So this guy's like standing, dude, literally closer than you are to me right now. Mm-hmm. Like he was <laughs> next to me, like six inches between our arms. And I saw him look over at me. And I looked at him. And I looked <laughs> back at the candy. It was Mambo's. It was Mambo's. Yeah. Mambo Mambo's. Kings? Yeah. So I took a big thing of Mambo's. And I stuck <laughs> it down Mambo my Kings? pants. And he grabbed me and he's like, you need to put that back. And oh, I was like, shit. what are you talking about? And yeah, they're going to sell it? Yeah. So it's in your they, pants. They made me put it back and Dude. I left and they kicked me out, right? So I came back later on that same day with my grandpa because we were just, my grandpa and I were going somewhere and he would just happen to stop at this gas station. He asked me if I wanted anything. I was like, you know what? I do want something. Mambas. I want those mambas. Yeah. The worst one for me, I didn't get caught, but my friend got caught. And um, it was a redhead where you were talking about. Yeah. Um, he was stealing condoms for one of the biggest parties. It was a farm party. And it was going down. And he, we were like, we were going out there to like party. Mm-hmm. And he's like, let me sell a Walmart real quick. And then he tried stealing condoms. And then he got caught, dude, and had to wait in the office. So we were like about to leave him. And we were like, should we leave him? Should we not mm-hmm. leave him? Like, is he going to be out in 10 minutes? Biggest party, dude. And we get there and it was done because we waited for him. Can you, imagine how much, can you imagine how much shit gets stolen from Walmart, dude? Oh, all the time. They like they have twenty four seven lost. I've prevention. been at Walmart like looking at shit, and behind the shit I'm looking at, there's like empty cans yep. and like empty Raptors. Oh, and I stuff. thought you were gonna say someone staring at you, yeah. thinking so, you're well, gonna steal. I feel like it's, people go there to eat. Like, yeah. It's like a dinner place for a lot of people. Or like when people put like frozen items like in the shoe aisle. Dude, <laughs> yeah. the self checkout. Yeah, so yeah. many people so steal many from people. that. There's like a um. There's a website called People of Walmart. Have you ever seen it? I have seen it. It's just yeah. like pictures of sketchy Dude, ass white trash. I call it Men in Black After Hours. You know, like that scene in Men in Black where there's a whole bunch of aliens and shit. What? When the, they every go. scene, yeah, bro. It's no, it's the fucking one where they go into the facility and they're all the aliens in like the first yeah, movie. Yeah. That's what I think Walmart looks like. Mm. Just a whole bunch aliens. of randoms. <laughs> yeah. do, you think, do you think aliens experience racism in the same way that we do? Definitely. Like, yeah. No. You know, it's it, before like all of the races of the world knew each other. There was racism everywhere. What? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna need you to like back up for a second. I'm it's a- like aliens, man. You know? Hey. Okay. No, but what what I mean is like before it was established, like, and this is kind of it's it's fucked up, but like like people with like more fair skin have always like had the upper hands like everywhere in the world. Yeah. 
like how do you think that works Asian with people, like white people, black people, like people who had lighter skin always like felt like they had the upper hand. What was that one movie about that um, with the aliens and it was Men based, in Black? No, it was based in Africa, but it was like super alien oh dude what was that district district district, nine. district nine dude that was oh, based yeah, on yeah, the people that, in africa yeah that shit, yeah it was mm-hmm. a crazy movie i forgot and about was, that shit yeah they just put them as aliens hmm. but it was like alien racism yeah yeah <laughs> alienism anyway uh you all see this up about megan kelly what she said about blackface megan kelly is who is that's a like a reporter yeah she's she has her own show on um fox news fox yeah, news, yeah. That's a fox, so, yeah. she she didn't really say anything Fake news <laughs> she didn't th- say anything too crazy but basically she was saying like blackface is like cool like she's not there's no problem what with it. yeah what was the context why would you randomly say that uh there was i think i think it was jaywow was like the uh, the celebrity Shout who, out to jaywow it, it, was, it was wait was she racist no no it was All a right, celebrity cool. that, that dressed up as diana ross and had like a fro and like made her skin oh, oh no it was kendall jenner right was it with the afro maybe it was, that was yeah. a big thing dude j-lo or j-wow kendall jenner i don't care um <laughs> but it was, it, was a, it was a white lady who dressed up like a black lady okay and she was just saying like it, she didn't think it was that big of a deal right mm. and she didn't say anything too crazy like she wasn't like defending you know that first <laughs> dude that did it <laughs> um but yeah she got like her show got canceled yeah and she got kicked damn off, really? off of yeah. everything yeah. yeah but what did she say um, she she basically said that she didn't think it was that big of a deal if you wanted to be a you know like a another race. For, sure. She I I don't know the word for word. Can we look it up? Cause I gotta pee. What's up with you and peeing? I wanna thank you, Heavenly Father, for shining your light on me, and I know it wouldn't happen without you. That's a good ass song. This episode is brought to you by Loon Paddleboard Company. Um, we've been rocking these bad boys for like a month now. More than and that, dude. Every single time that we hit it out there, people are like, "Where'd you get that board from?" And I'm like, "Loon Paddleboard hey, Company." Hey, what do you say? Hey, what do you say? Loon Paddle Company. Yes, Idiot. sir. <laughs> yes. So go to Loon Paddle Company. Type in code the jab and get uh, a discount on your board. Loon, get a paddle. Yes, sir. Megan Kelly said that there's no problem with making your skin darker to be a character. Okay. You know, what do y'all think? Who is why is Megan Kelly able to say that though? Like so it's not she, a, it's it, not offending her. So if she was black, it's okay. How is it okay? Well, okay. No, so, no, no the, yes, it's a yes or no. If she was black, is that okay? Is it okay for her to judge someone making their skin darker? Yes. I think that's okay no, for No, you a changed black person, the question. So. If if Megan Kelly was not white, would it be okay for her if she was a black lady, would it be okay for her to say what she said? If she was a black lady? I think it would be more justified. That's what I'm... It's just fucking stupid, it's, bro. It's, like, like one-sided. It's, no, in a way. But it's, like, it's like white people, like, saying, like, oh, I can I can say the N-word. It's cool. So... Like, you can't decide that. It, offend, it offends other people, not white people. You know? Yeah. Whoever it does defend or offend, then I feel like they get that right mm-hmm. to be offended. I agree. But I also watched Dave Chappelle, and he put a white face on, and it was motherfucking hilarious. Yeah. I just think it's just, it's just hypersensitivity in our world now. It's like so, it's not that fucking serious, right? If if that girl who was dressing up like Diana Ross did said some shit that was like fucked up and like like I think there's degrees of it, right? Like yeah, if, you're, you're right. if you're if you make your lips look bigger and you bug your eyes and you say things that are fucked up and mm. like if you're deliberately making the character to make fun, it's right. different. But if mm. you're just a white person who's like I want to be Diana Ross and nobody's gonna yeah. get it unless I have a little and darker it, skin and it should be looked at as like that's so awesome that someone would want to be Diana Ross. Yeah. 
But my thing is, just, it's a table full of four white people who are three, three of which are the most offended out of that group. It's like they're, I don't know. I just think it's silly when people decide to be offended for another group of people they have nothing to relate with. So everyone gets so offended, but like for Dave Chappelle, everyone knew he wasn't exactly racist. Yeah. And I hope for Megan Kelly, she's not actually racist she when she does so. say that. I hope not. What? And that's what sucks is like, you don't really get to know anyone anymore. Yeah. It's just by what they say yeah. and what they might mean by that. I think the big difference in all of this is like white people dressing up as like black people in the past all it has a racist yeah, background. It does have a racist background. You know what I'm saying? Like there there isn't famous art of black people looking white being super racist to white people. You know, so like that's different than white people like dressing up like black people because you said it would be racist if they did the big lips and like big ass shit like that. Like they used to do that for real. Yeah. So now when people do it, it's like damn that's fucked up. So what do you think about white chicks? Were you offended? No. As a I, as a white person, were you offended by white chicks? I thought it was stupid. I think, <laughs> but I, I I didn't like. I wasn't offended at that at all. If you put the history in context, it's it's funny. But then it is funny. The um, I mean, she might be racist, dude. Megan Kelly, <laughs> maybe. Looks, I just don't see it. That yeah. she might be up, racist, bro. I, I don't know. She's got Trump's hair. I just don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just hope that like when people do say things like that, they don't mean it how yeah. we take it. And that's what sucks. It's everyone like you don't know. It just felt like like listening to her talk about like, it. It didn't feel like it was coming from someone who just hates black people. She looks like someone from the purge, but she might yeah, not she be. Yeah, like, she does. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she might not be. It's just like the whole thing. And I know, I know, I get what you're saying for sure. But the whole thing is like, if you're offending someone, you shouldn't do it. And they said that in the interview. But like you, what you're saying is people like Dude, we live in I an say, area you where you say it, things all the time that would be offensive to one person at least. So she, should you not make those jokes anymore? I feel like I'm not to one per one person at least would be offended. Is that enough? I think that's a, that's a little different than this. unless we're making fun of them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't know, man. So I mean, it's such a fine line. It right? sucks because yeah. I try not to I mean, be shit that offends up, people. Roasting. Was mostly about race and things like that. Like you'd roast someone, yeah, right? And it would be like, "Oh, yeah. look at this," you know, whatever, whatever. Is. But that was funny. So how we were brought up, like we were just like roasting each other on things that we already knew. Yeah. And I thought that was funny. You know, like but it sucks that like, with roast and like race and all that. Like Nick Cannon and Wild Now does an excellent job yeah, of just go. like doing that without it like really hurting people's feelings because they know when they get on that show, it's all for fun. Yeah, you know. But yeah. like when I think that's just a little different than someone doing blackface. Like, roasting someone, like, when you know you're getting roasted, like, cool. But, like, when you... I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a fine line. Yeah, it's yeah. a fine line. It's just, like, I don't like offending people unless I'm, like, trying to offend them for fun. I love roasting. <laughs> I no, love I agree. roasting. You know, but, like, I'm not gonna, like... If I was roasting, like, one of you guys and I did blackface, like, that would be fucked up. If you came in the room with yeah, blackface. Yeah, it's like, hey, I'm Jordan! You know, like, that would be even, fucked up! It's like, I would still I would laugh. laugh. I would, I would laugh. laugh. I know you would. Yeah. I, I would laugh. Like but, like, if you guys did, like, whiteface and, like, pretend to be me, I Dude. think that would be fucking hilarious. Dude, I've been trying to make more, like, content for stand-up comedy. <laughs> Uh And the one thing I've realized from like watching a lot of stand-up comedy is if people don't know who you are, they're they're Mm. more likely to get offended and mad about what you just said. Like I make some of the just most horrible jokes ever to you guys, (laughs) but if you guys didn't know who I was, that's it. You'd be so that's it right there. I would have. I'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? But I got a pretty big like you know range of what I can say to you guys because you know me. 
That's true. You know, oh. We give you a pass. Dude, I, I, I love when people are talking and you have the moment to put your joke in there and it's, you know that it's going to get people to raise their fuck up the conversation. Yeah. I call it a jab. Oh, Ooh. no. Watch out for the jab. Like, oh, no. Did he just say that? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Want me to say it again? I'll do it. Do you I'll walk do away it. on that or do you stay? You stay. You Look stick them in around. the eyes? Yeah, you, pr- you prod, right? You want to see how much further you can go before mm. people really get I like that. I like it. Just keep poking. Claudia, do we have one of the questions from uh, from online this week? Yes. What double standard is ridiculous that needs to be ended? All right. So wait, wait. we have a question from this one of our Instagram topic. users. Is what is what wait what is what is what double standard is okay? Or, no. What what in the butt? <laughs> what what in the butt? Well, what in the butt? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> That's me twerking. Hey, hey, what I say? No, what'd you say? I saw a video. <laughs> so I said that. Guys. What double standard is ridiculous? Ridiculous and needs to be ended. What double standard is ridiculous and needs to be undid? That's the question. Ended? Ended. ended? Oh. So the question is what double standard is ridiculous and needs to be ended? ended. Yeah. Um Oh man. Yeah, I mean that's like That's a good one. Like it's a tough question because when, like, you, when you think of double standard, do you think of men versus women? Yeah. Is that the first thing that comes yeah. to mind? This is one that comes to my mind too. But that doesn't necessarily mean that. Yeah. Double standard. I like ketchup on my hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> <Don't> you... <laughs> Shouldn't um, everyone? <laughs> you know, there's a there is a lot of people talking that ketchup is a trash condiment. <laughs> it is. People talk about it but, a lot. Well, Sylvia doesn't point. like ketchup and I get mad. <laughs> Y'all are getting distracted. Alright, so um, Let's let's look at what like okay. the the mo- the first double standard that I think comes the most people's mind is like men versus women obviously yeah. and kind of how they should be treated in as, as aspect of like the relationship right no yes no work or relationships yeah absolutely like men typically end up uh, what do you think Al you have this thinking face on right now I'm just thinking yeah I wish I had some heat. are you trying the not gym? to offend anybody <laughs> yeah yeah okay all right so I'll start I'll offend someone real quick yeah, are we talking about sex. Hell yeah. Sex. Okay, fine. Check. So I think okay. the big double cool. standard is like men are typically like accepted. <laughs> men are typically accepted when they have like more than one sexual partner at a time and women aren't. It's like mm. a different standard, right? That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I agree. I think that is, I think personally that's a double standard that is kind of fucked up and needs to be ended. It's a double-edged sword, baby. Because like there really is no reason it should be different, right? I mean, you just asked the question. So, like, what do you really? Believe? What do you really think? I just said it. I said like you asked the question at the end. I don't. I don't judge my female partners who have had a lot of partners in the past. Can I? Can I try to? Okay, this is this is my logic for it. Is I feel like women tend to be more selective with their sexual partners than mm-hmm. men are. Men will have sex with most ninety five percent of what will let them have sex with them. Do you think it's because men are able to cut off emotions and women like the emotional ta- attachment with men? I think that there's half of that's right. I think okay. women tend to seem to want more 50. of an emotional contact, but men just want to have Same. sex. They don't care, and and I, that's where I think my hesitation would come with a girl who's had sex with more male partners because it's not because uh-huh. I don't think she should have sex with more men. It's like I know that men will have sex with most anything they can have sex with, and I that's what I don't trust. This is the male aspect in that 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 mixture. makes sense. Those are definitely stereotypes though, and it's Dude, kind of okay. old stigmas. Do you really think that? Do you really think that? Like, think for a second. Think about ten guys versus ten girls. They all get offered standards that are then, lower than their standards. No. Do you think that the ten guys would say no? Let me ask you this personally. Oh yeah. Do you? Yep. How, like. <laughs> 
Lower than your uh-huh. standards. No, go ahead. Ask That's what I'm saying. Like, Ask question. I know, like, you're pretty selective of who you've been with. Ask the question. Um, like, you're saying, like, guys will fuck anything that wants to fuck them. Do you think that's true to you? I think that I've made some poor decisions with sexual partners because of just, like, wanting to have sex. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, I feel like women are much more, seem to be much more selective. I think, as like, that could be an old stigma as well, that, like, all, like, women want relationships. No, no. I think it's old. Like, I, I think I, it's... It's more, it's more, it doesn't have to be about that anymore. Okay, so let's, let's simplify this as much as we can. If you look at this as as simple as possible, men versus women, who's more likely to have sex with a partner that isn't of a standard that they would like really want? A good standard? Stereotypically it would be men. Yeah, that, that, that's my only point. Is that That's what I'm worried about. Is like, I know dudes will, are just looking for any... No, I totally any, agree. Any gap in the box. I know, I know more gap in gap traffic. In the box. I know more guys that will have sex with like random girls and yeah. girls that will have sex with random guys. So when, that, when it comes to that idea of like the double standard, I totally understand that what it looks like from the outside. But really, it's like, it's not, I'm, not, I'm not worried about what you're doing. I'm worried about what the guys that you've been with have been doing. Like, those, yeah. that's, the, that, that's the factor that may, would make me scared nervous as far as that goes i just but like don't you think that's a double standard because guys like you said guys if guys like fuck anything that wants to fuck them like doesn't that make them more liability than the girl that they're having sex with yeah 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 that's what, so like, like if why I... are you judging a girl for having sex no and, like no like i said i'm not worried about what she's done i'm worried about the guy if i sat guy down she's been with with my girl and i was like hey like we're just getting to know each other like how many partners have you been with she's like 32 i'd be like well then, straight up. What's your point, though, Al? With that, that I ain't about that life. <laughs> but, so, so you're not about being with women who have had a lot of partners, right? Uh, I'm Brock. Like maybe, but I haven't come across that. I think uh, you know we're at a time in our life where I don't think it's abnormal for people to want to go out and be free with their body. So I don't, I don't judge people. Like I know I have some pretty close friends with numbers higher than 32 for sure. Yeah. So like. It would be unfair of me to judge women when, without judging my friends. I don't know. I'm personal still, personal I'm, opinion. I mean, yeah, we're talking about double yeah. standards. I think I think that's one that needs to be in. What's what's another double double standard? Like workplace, right? Like money. People tend. No, I don't know if there's the a double thing standard's hard. Double standard. I feel like it like always goes <laughs> back to uh, like gender. Yeah. Is there a double? Uh, we I don't know if I would be with a girl that has sex with third. I don't know. I've never been like in that situation. Like if you're like, if you're, like so I love the girl. If you're so into her and you loved her and it's like yeah. you like. Well, I can't see, say. See, I can't say. It's like I I did algebra and <laughs> I know what there's the, <laughs> the Pythagorean theorem. She is very gorgeous to I know, me. I know there's an exponential moon. There's an exponential growth of that, right? She's had sex with thirty two guys, right? So if you look at the the partners of those guys. Yeah. That's where I'm scared of. It's like oh, so the guy multiplies by an x, yeah, x like, amount, and, and and I don't know, man. <laughs> x you equals made this mathematical. <laughs> x yeah, plus y equals how many hey, partners I, you fuck? I ain't with all that number shit, cuz. <laughs> Thirty-two is a lot, though. That's have you heard that number? No, it's just what I was thinking okay, of. What I would hear, and I was, hear, I was okay, like, I'm not upset. Okay. All right, all right, yeah, yeah, no, 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 Brock, uh, have you heard that number from from a? A partner? I, Just honestly, yesterday. I try I try not to bring it up because I don't care. And if anything, it's probably just going to bring up more problems. Yeah. It, it, like, that so number is bliss in that aspect? That number doesn't care uh, matter to me. And if I if I knew it, I would think about it. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it if really you smell anything, matter. you'll ask. It doesn't matter. Like, 
I would hope that a girl that I would be with would be honest with me if she, like I'm we're talking about like girls having like STDs and shit I'm like that's yeah. where this energy is coming from yes of course okay so like I hope a girl would be honest with me and responsible enough but like I feel like I have that judgment in the women that I've been with yeah Brock can see in their souls I just like I try I, I tend to trust people who deserve the trust and if it's there then it's there I just if you don't ask the questions how do you know it's trust yeah Faith. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Faith in Jesus. Hallelujah. Got my penis into clean vaginas, please. It didn't Jesus. smell fishy to me. <laughs> Lord, got my penis into clean pathways. She me, seemed Christ. very clean to me. No. <laughs> this is fully. I got to pee and get a beer. Give me one too, please. So I was Not at a, always. I was at a wedding this weekend, and I was listening to, like, the vows and stuff, and all I could sit there and think was, like, holy shit, I'm very far from that So moment. far. Yo, it's it's scary, uh-huh. son. They're, like, yep. promising in front of God. Mm. They promised God, man, that Dude, they're going to be together forever. On this podcast in the past, we've talked about how marriage is interesting because it's, like, a weird legal, like, binding between people under the name of God. And I kind of, I haven't been to a wedding in a while, but we went to one uh, the other day, and I forgot how, like, religious it yeah. is. Like, I, I always see weddings as like, oh, it's a celebration of love. But, like, really? It's just like, God, we promise God that we won't ever separate. It's like, whoa. whoa. You it's know what I'm saying? Like, that's a whole different level. It's so, weird. Like, is, is, is all of your marriage supposed to be based around religion? I think so, yeah. When it keeps religious. it safe. It, I mean, that's like the, ba- that, that's like the origin of reli- uh, weddings, right? Yeah. It's religion. I don't know. Yeah. But it's just like, it's, it's strange to me because... I just when I think about weddings and marriage, I don't think that it has to be like necessarily attached to God. Yeah. But when we went to that wedding, I was like, damn, like everything is religious. Yeah. Everything was like, we just want to thank God. Like if it wasn't for God, like God, 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 God. And God, I, I was, God, <laughs> God. I I mean like, I haven't personally like I haven't been to church in a while. I haven't been to a wedding in a while. Like I'm not around religion like that. So I haven't seen or heard that much God talk in a long time. And when I went, I was <laughs> truly surprised. Yeah, it was a lot. I was really surprised at how much God there was. And it's cool. I, I'm not hating on God. So after the service, God, uh, Brock. So after the service, Brock and I were talking to another guy about like how far we are away from that moment of mm-hmm. like promising forever. Yep. And he was ma- he's married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's been yeah, married for like 30 years. Yeah. And you can kind of see on his face he's like you guys have no fucking idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can see the hurt in his eyes. He's just like my, shut up my wife's here. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> it was interesting too because I um I was talking to somebody uh he was he was like, yeah, like, I like your suit. I was like, thank you. It was a fresh ass suit. But he was like, I like your suit. And I said, thank you. And he's like, yeah, I have a couple suits too, but I've been to like six weddings this summer, so I'm not trying to wear the same suit to every wedding. I was like, damn, six? That's a lot. And he's like, no, like, you're younger than me. Like, once you turn 29 where I am, like, everybody's getting married all the time. Like, Ugh. there's no way I'm going to six weddings in one summer. I don't know that many people getting married. Dude, it's going to happen though, bro. But who? I don't. I don't think I'm getting invited to those weddings. Yeah, okay. I don't think I'm getting invited. To those I, don't, I know. I have like eight people probably that would invite me to their weddings, and none of them are getting married. Yeah, it'll start happening, bro. You'd be surprised. Yeah, like there might be like a few people you get invited to the weddings. Are you trying to suggest something, Jordan? No, no. You got a big no, date no. coming? No. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not funny. No, no. <laughs> You're not a funny person sometimes. Every kiss uh, you know, I was I was pay. actually voted the funniest kid in our high school. Yeah, you know why we gave that to you? We all felt bad. Oi! 
did you really? Yeah, we were like, oh, he's just so <laughs> not funny. Let's just vote him in as the funniest person. Why would you do that to like, someone? Like, hey, yo, hey, let go of it, bro. It was in high school. Let go. Dude, it's I right. peaked in 2012. Let you me know, hold on to that. Something I thought, saw was really interesting. One of our teachers from high school posted something, and she had asked people to post their job title. And uh, it's it was something to do with like I the DECA thing, right? Yeah. And I wanted to comment on it so bad, be like, in parentheses, opportunity to boast my job title. Like, mm. everybody was like, senior VP of Dick's Mass. Big I was like, you guys are so fucking douchey, man. Dude, like, they all were just going out bro, there. Yeah, and everybody was like, so, like a showcase for their career. Exactly. It's like, stop flexing, bro. Like, I feel like that's like, uh, like a reunion. All that reunion is is just like, oh, what job do you have? Oh, now? I exactly. hate that fucking you job. Know, you know, Kevin Gates said something really interesting. He's like, are you who you are because of what you do, or do you do what you do? because of who you are exactly mm-hmm. exactly that's dude. really interesting to me yeah. it's true it's just like man people make their whole lives about their job and their career yeah money like that was what i was like based my life off was like what kind of job i had and every time i would meet someone new the same question would pop up mm-hmm. like what do you do for a living and to the point i'm just like nothing yeah, yeah. like i'm just say nothing and see if they still like me because mm-hmm. people judge everyone off that so much I'm like, yeah i hate man. that shit bro mm-hmm. my big thing is like sometimes i really want to get like is a, it your big thing it's a big thing, dude. <laughs> I think about it a lot. I, I really like a lot of times I think about getting like a really like steady, respectable career just so like I make my like family. But not you wouldn't be happy. Me. That's the thing. It's like a lot of people don't understand that a job is really just a way to make money. Mm-hmm. And that that's not a way to base your life. Yeah. It's really not. I always have this analogy is like the person who makes like three million dollars a year and has a ball in house. How much are they in that house? Yeah. You know, they have yeah. to travel so much that they're not even able to enjoy the things that they have, and I mm-hmm. never want that. Experience, but yo, it's, dude. it's like it's like that, a, a house, not a home. Yeah, there's rather, that cycle, right? It's like you go to high school, you go to college, you go to the same college your parents mm-hmm. went to, you, you go to college, married, all your friends you go to. Exactly, mm-hmm. fuck that cycle, man. I, that I doesn't heard, make people happy. I heard this recently when people get done with college, they're like, "No, I'm ready for the real world." Like, what were you doing yeah, before exactly, that? Yeah. Bro? This was fake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just like, oh, okay, you're one of those. Real world, yeah. Yo, so like, like. I know all of us have a nine to five, like you know we do. Uh, basically, like a nine to five. I got a yeah. five to nine. I'm happy as fuck with what I do for my job, right? Like what I do yeah. outside of the podcast, I fucking love it, bro. It's fun. That's it's so, so much fun. I get to engage with people and get people to be happier. I help people be happier. You know what I'm saying? And that's awesome to me. That is dope, right? And then I get to come to this every Sunday and every week and start to you know yeah. share with what I think about shit to people, and that's and awesome to me. Stuff you could do till you die, and you would enjoy it, exactly. Man. And, like, you could go home to your kids Wait, if you ever had them. You know them what I don't give a fuck about? Is making sure that those fucking plastic bits from Kelly Clark is fucking delivered on time. I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Fuck that shit. Wait, Wait, what? Like, <laughs> plastic bits, baby. Like, plastic like- bits, son. <laughs> plastic bits. Oh, shit. No, I'm yeah. talking about, like, you know, people who do, like, like distributing for, like, some company. So if you were in charge sells, of that. They have little plastic okay. tips to Dude. something. I don't know. That's just the best analogy I have. Plastic so tips. I, w- I don't give a fuck about that. And neither that dude. He just has to do it all the time and he has a cool title for it. Yeah. Going from, hey, like. plastic bits, man. Nine- fuck you. Going from, like, 19. <laughs> I worked at Wells Fargo and I was a personal banker. And I was, like, really pumped. It was a big opportunity yeah, for me. Job. And I talked to the district manager. And I was, like, you know, picking her brain, seeing, like, where, how she got to her position, because that's one of the highest positions in the bank. And she was, like, oh, I started here when I was 18, and she's going on, like, 55. And she's, like, four years ago, I got promoted to district manager, and now mm-hmm. I'm retiring in next year. And I'm, like, this isn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> At that moment, I was, like, I can't put my time in and do that. And then the people that were bu- on the business side, I looked into that, 
and they got to their goals faster they made more money but they're all overweight unhealthy mm-hmm. yeah. mentally yeah, messed face. up and i'm yeah. like so i have to sacrifice all that to get to that position mm-hmm. i'm like i want to find something that i can wake up and be happy and just enjoy my health and my life yeah i th- i think it could go a couple ways though it's easy to look at it from the outside like just from personal experience like when my dad started working for like Budweiser and shit like that, of course. Like he didn't necessarily love his job, but he did it to provide for our family. Of course. And then like right now, the position that he's in, he fucking loves it, dude. Yeah. Like he loves his job. So I understand that to a point. Hey, some... when you talk about your dad, it makes me jealous. Oh, I'm sorry, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> um, can I finish? Is that okay? Okay. Yeah. I don't want to make you upset. Um, damn, that threw me off. Um, I okay so. Like, I think, I and I understand this, like, getting started in a career, like, right now, like, you might not like it a lot, but later on, you might like it a lot. Yeah. So, I, I don't think necessarily when people work at the same job for a long time that they have a shitty life. No, yeah, I agree. But um, it can get better. And I think that's the hardest part for me is, like, getting started right now because I don't want to do the shit well, to get to the good part. And the way I see it is that people are meant to do those certain jobs. Like, there's someone that's meant to, like, do the 9 to 5. Data entry. Yeah, into and it. love it. And for myself, personally, like, I, I can't mentally do that. But, I will so be so a, unhappy. This is a question for both of you. Would you rather work a job where you're barely getting by, but you're happy of with course. the job? Or would you rather work a job where you're, you know, you have excess and you have more than you need, but you're unhappy? Barely getting by. So... What's the happy. point of having money if you're not happy? You know, That's, you're not answering the question though, bro. Answer the question. I, <laughs> I was answering question. my question with the question. That's not- no, I I agree with Alec. I, like happiness in life is the most important. It's number one. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. If I had if I had like kids and stuff like that, and I need to provide for them. I would rather do that and be unhappy with my own life so they can eat and stuff. Yeah. Bro, that's a scary sacrifice to think about. That's mm-hmm. why they, it makes me nervous to have like a family. Yeah. Because like at that point, it's like you're not thinking about even your own happiness. You're thinking mm-hmm. about their happiness. Yeah. yeah. But then also, I also want to be like a great dad to I'm there you for my kid. I never want to. My goal is I never want to have like a football game and I have to call my son and be like, hey, bro. Hey, man, I'm not able to make it today because of work yeah. or something like that. That would make me super that crushes upset. Kids, yeah. Like, it doesn't. It crushed me, man. Yeah? It crushed me. I hear that a lot. My parents never went to my games, and it, like, messed me up. I was just like, oh, well, I guess if I... In Liar Liar with Jim Carrey, a movie. make it. It's a movie. But it's real life. Alec was just saying Yeah, it It discouraged me to play. I didn't care about... When I stopped playing football and basketball, I didn't care because no one else really cared in my life. That was the biggest thing. That's big. Yeah. And it's straight up. (laughs) Yeah. Hey. Because, like, no one said, like, oh, Alec, we love going to your games. Like, you you shouldn't quit. Well, that's that's interesting because like what Jordan was saying is like you never had that like that drive like based on like people being there for you, right? No, you said it doesn't hurt you. So it's interesting that people do that for different reasons. Yeah, like, sure. Yeah, like you did sense. it because yeah. like you don't care. I just like, like I just like scoring and shit. It's yeah. fun. But I understand what you're saying for sure. Like like if if no one else cares that you're doing it, then you're just yeah. there for you. I'm just there. It's a myself. really weird way to look at how people are motivated differently. Well, Absolutely. Yeah. Like I'm not very family oriented at all. At all, mm-hmm. like I give like like I was talking to Hannah about Thanksgiving, and I was like, "Why do we have to do something? Like, why can't this fucking be another day?" And she's like, "But family and stuff." Yeah. And I was like, "I don't give a fuck about that. Honestly, mm. like it doesn't make me upset to not feel like I'm with my family on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's just another day." I think over over time and growing up for me personally, like being there on those specific days has mattered less to me. But like having that time, maybe another time, you know, like it's not a huge deal that you spend one day. Like, specifically together. But, like, maybe we could do that a different day. You know? And that was really big for me growing up was, like, 
I never got that, but I got it with my friends' families. And mm. I wanted that yeah. so bad because everyone was so happy and so like loving. White and, like, people I, family so good. And I, <laughs> I still want that till this day. Y'all just do a good job, man. Like, Dude, you know I had this, I had this friend when I was a kid. I remember I slept over one time, and I came out. We came out of his room in the morning, and his dad was in the hallway, and he just gave him this hug, bro. It was this hug that <laughs> I remember for like ten years now. That's, I know. I, just, like, I remember looking at him and be like. Is it weird if I ask your dad to hug me like that? Because it was just different, man. Like, you, mm. like that was the first time I've ever seen that happen with someone. Where it was like, it was like a hug that was just like, it's not a reason. It's not your birthday. It's not like a fucking special event. Right. It's like I'm just glad you're here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that was weird for me as a person who never grew up with a dad to see that. I was like, what the fuck, mm. man? And like, like I, me, I grew hug up me. With, with my dad, but he was like messed up all the time. But then I would go to like Brock's cabin, yeah. and they would pay for me. They wouldn't ask me for a dollar. They would yeah. bring me all over and just like people, I was bro. one of the one of the kids, you know. And I'm on the wrong side. That meant so much to me. <laughs> you know. It, yeah, I mean, we were it talking, with my growth. We were talking about like sacrificing, you know, being a parent and stuff. And it's just like something so little as being there for a kid. Like what we were talking about can like we're still talking about it today. Yeah. So like that's what makes me think that that makes it all better, you know. Like, people who weren't ready for kids, whatever, like, everyone still says it's the best thing that's ever happened mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. Because giving someone that much, like, love and happiness is the best thing you can do as a human being. And I think that goes back to us talking about jobs, saying, like, that's not your life. Right. Making other people happy and feeling good about yourself yeah. is life. And even if, like, they didn't know it, they were making someone else's life yeah. better. And say I would do some stupid shit, I'd be like, Brock's parents definitely wouldn't want me to do this. Damn. And I wouldn't do it. I saw um the first dance with the mother and daughter at that wedding. Oh yeah. Bro, that that like I've never wanted to have a daughter before until I saw that. The father and daughter. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely own a daughter. I was like, I'd love to have a daughter. Oh man. Like you think about all this the, shit almost made me tear up. I know. No, yo, I, so... Yo, so in the original part of the ceremony I teared up like twice and I I fought it back because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be the guy. And then, uh, that, but that dance, I was like, I was teared up. Yeah. It was good. It was really good. Yeah. And, and it made me think about like that as a, as a father, like to get your daughter to that point where she's married off. It's like, dude, he had to deal with a lot of shit between then and now. Yeah. That's another. Okay. So, so that was another thing I was a little weirded out by. I forgot with weddings, it's really like a dad giving their daughter to somebody. Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of weird. Just minus the goat. Yeah, like, you can have this. Like, okay, so, all right, so, so the the groom is waiting there, and the dad walks the bride down the aisle, and then they shake hands, and he's like, "She's yours now." It's like, isn't she hers? <laughs> you know, like, she's not no. owned by anybody. <laughs> now she was daddy's, and then now she's his. Daddy to daddy. Mm. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's cool. Weddings are dope. Like, they looked happy. But again, I'm not another example. As much fun as we make fun of that wedding, we're not ready for that shit, man. Hell no, we're not ready for that shit. Hell no. It's too intense. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were wait, like waiting for some heat. Like, I'm ready. <laughs> and another thing, too, is it's got to suck for couples to be at weddings because one of one of the cousins there, he had a girlfriend that he's been with for like three years. And it was like, I, I asked him, I was like, how many times have you come up to you tonight and be like, so when's your wedding going to happen? Oh, you're next, huh? And he's like, all the time, yeah. bro. It's like, it happens all the fucking time. Dude, I went to a wedding one time and that happened. And the whole time everyone asked me, I was like, I'm probably not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you just look like an asshole. It's like, it's like what marriage is just scary. It's like I don't want to do it yet. It's just scary. One time I was it's too much. I was out with uh, this girl I was with, and we were talking to one of my coworkers, and he was talking about like his like kids, like oh yeah, like I gotta go home a little bit, like I gotta go be with my kid. And the girl I was with was just like, 
That sounds awful. <laughs> I can't imagine having kids. And his face just, like, drops. I was like, damn, that's rude as hell. Because we were talking about, like, uh, the wedding. We were talking about um, that guy and how he... We were talking about, like, how we're not ready for marriage or stuff like that. He's, he's like, like, yeah, it's been 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the guy, his face drops. She's like, damn, like, I can't imagine that. Like, I don't want that at all. And then he's like, yeah, I love him, though. Yeah. <laughs> it makes... But, like, he, he does. You yeah. know, it's, it's fine. Like, it, that probably brings him happiness in his own way. Is it weird? Like, I'd rather have a kid than marriage. Like, I would just want a kid I agree. I agree. not be married. Yeah. Alec, yeah. Kid, kid or marriage? Kid. Yeah, me too. Yeah, bro. Like, I, I wait, love wait, my... Wait. I love my Ooh. dog. Like, yo, sometimes... Wait, what? It's like, sometimes I look at my dog, and I'm just like... That's me, but like that's I in what dog I, form. What I feed him, what I do for him, what I you know get taken care of for him. That's like a representative of me. I, Just I a control, big goof. <laughs> like I, well, his, his, as good as his life will be, is like what I decide that I can help with. Right? Yeah, 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 and yeah. I think by the way, the kid is like that, but like ten times, mm-hmm. right? Because a dog is never going to be a fucking like athlete or a dog is never yeah. going to be funny. But if I can have a kid, <laughs> if I can have a kid, I, my dog's pretty damn be, funny. Can, can, conducive to him being like yeah. something great. No, no, I know what you mean. I know what bro. you mean. Absolutely. And so, I, hey, if anybody out there is looking for like to give their kid away, I'll take your kid. Give me your kid. Wow. I'll take Damn, it. it's a big. Someone's kid. definitely looking. Yeah. To get what their if someone away? hits you up? And it's like, yeah, hey, I'll I take your kid. kid. Whatever. What if I've been single dad. I'm cool with that. Just leave him with the dog. Yeah, I think that would be for me. Like, it seems like the dopest part about having a kid mm-hmm. is like having like a little like me running around. Sounds like some trouble, and I love it. Yeah. You know. The first three years sound horrible. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like that's where all the shaping happens. Yeah. Because then they start to... When do you think people start to become themselves? Well, the 25. Whole the whole time, bro. Because <laughs> like the first two years, I think, is your brain develops a lot. And you pick up a lot of things that you don't really realize that you keep with you later on. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Absolutely. And then from there, it's just like, it's just whatever you add into like the mix. Like every time you cry and you get like cuddled mm-hmm. and like sets you up for... Yeah. Eye contact is a, it's supposedly really big with toddlers. Like from one to two, like the more eye contact you make, the more mm-hmm. better connection you have with the kid. Dude, even when they're toddlers, kids understand who's around and who's not. Mm-hmm. Like it's they don't understand so much of what's going on, but when it comes to people being in their life, they they feel that. Hmm. You know what's funny? Is I think I, I don't know. <laughs> so, when I was little, when I was little, I used to take like all my blankets off my bed. And like with your dryer up. sheets? No, no blankets. <laughs> not pre pre dryer sheets. Pre dryer sheets, okay. But I take all of my blankets off. There's two things that I did that were really weird, and I, I look back at it now and dryer I, sheets. I realize that there are things that I did to like a maternal thing. But I take all the bed sheets off my bed and I climb under the bed and I pull them into a ball and like nest into mm. a little ball underneath my bed. And did my, you say you did that recently? No, I used, I used to do it all the time. No, didn't you said you made no, a fork? Shut up. Uh, so. I realized, like, as I got older, I saw something when I was in, like, a psych class. That's, like, uh, recreating your birth. Mm. Being in a small, warm place, right? So the second (laughs) thing that I did is I used to, sometimes I'd sleep in front of my mom's door. Because my my mom was, she had kids really young. So, like, when she had me, she was, like, 22. She wasn't very old, right? Right. And so for her, it was, like, she used to go out and, like, party with friends and do stuff. So I used to sleep in front of her door with my shoes on because if she was going... I was going. Oh, okay. There's no way, right? Mm. There's no way you're getting out without me. And I think about all those, like, those little habits that I grew as, like, developed as a kid. And it's just weird to think about, like... I developed that as like a de- mechanism to make sure that I was always around my mom. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. It's interesting. And you were ready to go. Yeah. Your like, shoes on. That's smart. Wherever you go, mm. I'm going. Yeah. You can't leave me here. My shoes are on. Exactly. I had a blankie I, and stuck my thumb on. But my <laughs> shoes are on. Yeah. Man. Wow. You, you couldn't say no to that. Exactly. How old were you? Do you remember? Dude, I was, it was before, before kindergarten. 
So know, it's probably like three or four. I had a conversation with a, an older woman recently. She's 71. And we were talking about do you, how early do you remember things? And she said she still remembers like being younger than four. Yeah. And then she asked me, and I was like, no. But then I thought about it. And, like, you remember the big moments. Mm-hmm. I like, I remember the first day my family moved out of the trailer park and bought our own house. I'll never forget that day. Hmm. Like, I remember that so vividly. And I was, like, four or three. You know, like, really young. And, like, I, on here I was telling stories about, like, when we were living in the trailer park. That was even before that. So, yeah. like, it's crazy. Like, that was 22 years ago. Mm-hmm. And not only was it 22 years, but my mind was very, like, immature and not ready to process those memories. But you remember that stuff because it's big to your life. Yeah. I Definitely. remember it vividly, yeah. And that's what that's what kind of goes back to what I'm saying. It's like you think kids don't understand shit. Yeah, they remember that shit. Yo, I had a team when I was little. We used to live by like a little ravine, and I had a, a team that I grew, and we would pee in the ravine because pee we, team. We wanted to fill it up with pee, right? Like we wanted to be a river of urine. Was the team strictly for pee? Yeah, it was just pee. <laughs> pee we, team. We'd meet up at the end of the cul-de-sac once <laughs> a day, and we'd ride our bikes down to the other end, and we'd just go pee, pee in the, the ravine lake. because we were gonna fill that shit up, son. It was gonna happen someday. <laughs> how, how close you get? Never, bro. It was yeah, just, it's a ravine. It, it's four kids peeing in a ravine. Like, there's nothing. How deep was the ravine? It was pretty deep. Like, we would have to pee for a long deep time. ass ravine. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's funny to think about that now because like I feel like now I've I've grown to like skills as like a that you wouldn't do that anymore. But like more like it's funny to think of when I was you know four. I was leading kids to pee pee in a ravine because I'm I wanted to fill Yo, it up. you were the pee leader? That was my decision. I was like, uh, we're gonna fill this up with urine. Alec, do you remember things from your like early childhood? Yeah. Like, like what? Uh around three years old, I used to go to my grandma's house and she was like really into technology and had like the first computer and she was so convinced that it would be the future that she would sit me down and I would be on the computers. So That's dope. Yeah. And then, Damn, she called that one out. She did. <laughs> she had like the facts the facts and all that stuff and we would yeah. unplug the dial up. Yeah. And, you know. And then um yeah, I would sit there and she would teach me. And um yeah. That's cool. It was really cool. Yeah. And holidays. Holidays were always when I was younger were awesome. I remember, I remember, I have pretty early, or early memory of being at your house, like, with yeah, my house, your yeah. grandma, too. Like, we were, like, five. So young, that, so. Just But, like, I remember it really vividly. I remember we went to a Halloween school dance when we were, like, five, and you dressed up as Blade. Hell Leather yeah. jacket, glasses. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I did it for, like, five years in a row. <laughs> it's a cla- It's never going out of style. Blade's always going to be cool. Blade's always going to be cool. All right, Claudia. So, we are ready for our second question. The second question that we got today is actually from Twitter this time. It is, what is your favorite childhood memory? That's a big big question. Mm. That's a tough one. My favorite childhood memory. Oh, oh, I got, I got mine. I got mine. All right. How, how, wait, how late is childhood? Like 12? 12, yeah. That's it. Pre-12. All right. So my favorite childhood memory. uh, So my brother and I, my older brother. He was five years older than I was. So at this point, he was probably like 12 or 14, 13. Mm-hmm. And I was like eight. Yeah, I was about eight. And uh, you count on the fingers, hand. No, no, bitch. dude. I'm, I might have been younger, actually. But anyway, so our grandma used to spank us with like yardsticks and shit. Right? You say what? Like, <laughs> she'd spank us with yardsticks and switches. And was stuff. she like a Catholic school nun? Exactly. Or she went to Catholic school. And, like, uh, that's what she grew up with. That's normal. So that was her way of like disciplining us. But she couldn't make it up the stairs. Right, like she couldn't get up the oh stairs. Oh my right? gosh! So one time, my brother and I, we knew we were in trouble. She's yelling for us to come down, and we were just like, we had a box of toys we smuggled upstairs, 
and we were like, yo, let's just not go downstairs. <laughs> so my funnest childhood memory was playing Madden with my brother upstairs for like an hour. Well, she was waiting for She was just waiting, yeah. Stick. She yelled a few times, and she was like, Damn. get down here. And we are like, you know what? We just stay up here. She can't get up here. <laughs> yeah. So my, that was Damn, one of my favorite childhood memories, like, just like waiting it out. Like, we're going to get spanked, <laughs> yeah. but let's play some Madden beforehand and play some toys. Just wait yeah. till she calms yeah. down a little bit. It was hilarious. We got our asses beat, but it's, it, was, it was hilarious up there at the time. Was she Damn. still mad? Hours, yeah, bro. Hours later, dude, yeah. festering. The old Ooh. lady was festering can, downstairs. Can you imagine? She's so bad, you can't do anything about it. Just mm-hmm. waiting, like they gotta come down. You think there. she tried walking up the stairs, or just didn't? She even, can't. Dude, she knew. She, she knew, knew straight wait, up. Were y'all over it? Like you knew? It's like, oh, it's, it's not. A big dude, deal that anymore. was a fact in the household. It was like she can't make it up the stairs. So oh, if you don't go downstairs, you use that shit. Huh? If you don't go down, you're not gonna get beat until you gotta go eat. Oh, then you're gonna get your butt smashed. Hey, yeah. For me personally, like when you're a kid, I think your uh, priorities are a little different than when you're an adult, mm-hmm. and like things that like really mean the most to you. But so for me, like when I think of like my childhood, like what I enjoyed the most, like for me, like I loved being around like people I thought were cool. Like my older brother, like we went to school together and stuff like that. And whenever I'd hang out with his friends, they make me feel cool. Like that felt so good. Like, I would play basketball with them and stuff like that, and we'd make, like, vi- basketball videos, like, and one mixtapes mm, and stuff like that. that yeah. Like, that made me feel so good as a kid. Like, I, I don't get me wrong, like, I love the family time and all that stuff, but, like, when I think about, like, what meant a lot to me is, like, it's just different when you're a kid and when, re- when you're an adult. So, like, <laughs> I enjoyed doing, I don't know, childhood stuff, I guess. Like, that, that made me feel special in, like, a way that I wasn't used to, you know? Yeah, that totally makes sense. I do remember the and one mixtapes and all that fun stuff, dude. And it did, it was fucking fun. It was really like, fun after dude. school. Even if we had that like thirty minutes to an hour yeah. before the sun went down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, dude. your brother would come out and we'd make like jokes because he was older so and he fun. knew different jokes. When you're young like that, dude, like older people just are so cool. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, honestly, like I I do believe people's like people get funnier as time goes on. Oh, like yeah. some old people are so funny. Yeah. Because you know a ton of jokes and you know yeah. how to make people laugh. You have experience. Like, like de- young kids aren't that funny. <laughs> developing the palate. <laughs> but like as you get older, you just more know more shit that will make people laugh. So some yeah. old people, I'm so surprised talking to them. Like I, they'll just like bust out random quotes out nowhere like what the <laughs> just random that's shit. hilarious yeah that's hilarious yeah so even if the age difference is three years like especially as a kid like they're, they're so much older. more grown than i am so much and so, that's like a short period of time uh, that's so big yeah. with the ages absolutely so yeah man that was that's good stuff al shit. what about you so there's some things that come to mind um but the one that replays would be hayward mm. going to hayward wisconsin every summer and like getting away from the the hectic life, and we could yeah. go up north. Haywood, Wisconsin, was where uh, Brock's cabin was, yeah. and we would go up north every summer. And I would get away from everything, and I would be around people who were just drunk and happy, and not mm-hmm. like screaming. And we were dancing and just like having a good time, like fishing and doing all that stuff. Stuff I wasn't normally used to. Yeah, and it took me out of my like element of what I thought my life had to be or something. So those were really big moments for me. It's cool, um, mm. even as a kid, like, people being worry-free, like, adults, like, rubs off on you. Yeah. You know, because as a kid, like, you don't really have a lot of responsibilities to be worried about. Like, I thought it was funny you said, like, the hectic life as a six-year-old or whatever, you know, when we do yeah, that, I but wasn't. 
But it's not necessarily what's going on in your life. It's what's going around with people around you. Exactly. So when everyone is just like having a good time, like that rubs off on kids. Yeah. Like I saw parents like swearing, but not in a bad way. Just like having fun, fun and like yeah. listening to cool like music. Uh-huh. And I was just like, whoa, like mm-hmm. this isn't like the teachers that's hates his life or like is mad yeah. at me for something or yeah. like, you know, the parent that is like just got done with work and they don't want to see the kids, but they have to go home with the kids because mm-hmm. that's the play, the house that everyone's playing at. You know, it was just, like, everyone was happy. I feel like we were <laughs> able to find out a lot about, like, real life that adults try to, like, hide from kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like, remember my dad's friend came there and he had the uh, Jay and Silent Bob soundtrack and we listened to <laughs> Afro Man because I yeah. got high for the first time? Like, it's stuff like that that we got to experience for the first time that I don't think would have happened if we were just, like, chilling at the house no. and everyone was sober. But I don't think that's a bad thing, like, exposing kids to some r- real life no. As long as it's I'm, not like like detrimental, and I don't think that was. I'm yeah. gonna get exposed to it no matter what, mm-hmm. and it's better context that I see like how adults would deal with something mm-hmm. like that than how I would deal with it with my friends. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's interesting now being at like that age that like my parents' friends were, and like I like we when we were at that wedding, we were dancing with those kids or whatever, and I was like trying to hype them up and make them feel good. It's like. I'm that drunk older guy. And they'll yeah. remember that, <laughs> like, forever, that dude. That's it. That's what I'm saying. Like that memory lasts with them for so long. They'll be, yeah. They'll be like, "Hey, do you know that guy? That, remember that guy at the wedding? Yeah. Like he was so cool." I remember. I remember. Maybe my, they'll have a podcast when they grow up. And then talk about the home. drunk guy with yeah. the fresh ass suit. <laughs> I remember when my uncle got married, and I was like uh, six or seven, probably. And I remember being like the star of the dance floor, and that was a huge moment for me that I still carry today. Like I think about it a lot. So when I saw it, like that kid You're still yesterday. The star of the Thanks, Jordan. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, so when I saw that the other day, it's like, I know what this kid is going through, and I know how much that moment can mean to him. So much. So that goes, again, we keep calling back to like being an adult. Like You don't have to do much for th- something to go a long way for k- children and people who are impressionable. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I So, and the... Yeah, that's huge. I think yeah. that's um that's big, big. and as an adult you have that responsibility so all you people out there step it up yeah for sure it's easy it's easy to make a, a difference in someone's life yeah and I think uh, that's what's important right and that's uh, that's I what life hope. is all about yeah. I think honestly like experiences not trying to get too deep I think life is just about being kind to other people and enjoying your own life yeah yeah it's pretty simple yeah. People make it to be like this big thing. Oh, well, so. you've seen people that don't like work for money or anything like that, but they're helping other people and they're mm-hmm. so happy. They're yeah. dedicating their time. Firefighters. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, firefighters. Dude, shout out to firefighters, man. Big Definitely. Facts. They don't get paid. They just go on the truck and just save lives. Yeah. Crazy. But that's rewarding in its own way. Well, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They get paid and. Yo, love. like, I, I, I have like little things. So. I'm, I'm a trainer, if any of our viewers didn't know. What do you but train? Horses? People. Oh. And one of my clients texted me at like 5.45 the other morning mm-hmm. and said that he sent me a picture, and it was a picture of him and his son finishing climbing. Um, oh, you post this on your Instagram, yeah, right? Yeah, Kilimanjaro. That was dope. Right? And yeah. he's, so he's about 55 right now, and he said, thank you. And I was like, man. All he said was like, this is a picture of me and my son. We reached the summit this morning. You know, thank you for your help. And like... Mm. That's huge. I had nothing dude. to do with that trip. Like I didn't pay for it. I didn't get him there. I didn't walk him up the mountain. I just did things pre preemptively to get him to to be able to do it. Yeah. And it was like, the best feeling, bro. Like I had the best day. Like no matter what happened that day, I was just like I helped someone do something with their kid. And that's cool. yeah, so yeah, as a cool. trainer, was it 
more physical or mental did you help him would you say physical for sure physical yeah. is it physical yeah he was ready i think mentally but like okay. it was just physically getting to the point where he could like do it so Definitely. you just you just had the the tips yeah. and the advice to get yeah. to get where he needed to be is it like one of the hardest climbs is that like Kilimanjaro yeah, I think big. so. I think it's I one know. of the challenging. I think Kilimanjaro is about. I've heard of it. I think I like know. Kilimanjaro, Everest, and K two are like the most challenging. Oh, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, that's dude. great. Yeah, it's cool as hell. Is it fun or is it like Tetris? Like, have you ever just, like, have you ever like climbed? Not like that. No, it's fun as fuck. It's it exhilarating as fuck. Yeah, <clears throat> I've always wanted to do it. It's the highest mountain in Africa. Oh shit! Damn, I thought K two was. How high is it? It is. You smoking that K two? Spice, baby. I'm a spice lord. Yeah, I so, love dying. So, about 4,900 meters from its base. Is it in Kenya? 5,895 Damn. Oh, wow. I got such a different number than you did. Really? Yeah, I got 19,341 feet. I'm talking meters. Meters, dog. Dude, fuck feet. feet. All right, so... <laughs> Ma- feet. Mount Kilimanjaro is, about, is 19,341 feet. Damn. And it's one of the tallest, uh, That's tallest so ones in Africa. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's, That's it's awesome that you could help him do that. Big time. Jordan, did Big that, uh, that... How rewarding was that for you? It was cool, man. It was a good morning. Yeah. To wake up to that, it was cool. Set your day up good. Yeah, because it makes a difference, right? Like, he would have been time. he would have been in different amount of shape for that if yeah. he wouldn't work. What if he didn't work? even make it? Yeah. You know, like, that would have been huge. Were you, like, grumpy rolling over? Like, who's texting me at 5.30? <laughs> uh, honestly, bro, I didn't even wake up. <laughs> yeah. I read it when I woke up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's dope, though, dude. I Yeah, I'd like to do something like that. It's kind of, like, expensive. Yeah, you, you gotta go to yeah, Africa and <laughs> get all the gear. Like, it would be rewarding, though. Life's all about experiences and taking those journeys. But it's also cool. It's not about the destinations; it's the journey, like how you got there. The trip, baby. Mm-hmm. This has been episode fifteen with the jab. Keep it Tracy What do you say? Keep it three hundred. All right, <laughs> three hundred. <laughs> bang bang. Thanks for the questions on the social media. Yeah, we love thank y'all. you. Please give us a follow, subscribe. We love the feedback. Tell, tell your mama to follow us, too. I know she's got social media. Who? Your mama. That's right. <laughs> this is Young Al. This is People Call Me Jay. This is Breezy Rando. Keep it cool, Houston. Keep it cool. Watch out for the jab. Watch out for the jab.